Hello and welcome to our final pre-season podcast. The real action is almost here. The championship season is beginning in only three days' time. To help me talk about the upcoming season, I've been joined by Dave Stevens. Hi, Dave. Hey, good to see you. I've also joined by Alex Everson. Hi, Alex. Afternoon, Paul. Yes, it is afternoon where you are, isn't it? In uh, both of you in America, which is... Uh, Quite nice, yeah. Probably got better weather than us. But moving on to the football, it's a Chelsea match that we played last Sunday. And I've got to say, the atmosphere there was brilliant. Um, the performance, uh, okay, it's really hard to say because it was actually two teams, essentially. Uh, we completely changed teams at, at halftime, both us and Chelsea. But I thought it was lots of positives to take out of that match, and not just from players that we've seen before on a, a consistent basis, also, new young players coming through, and a couple of the new signings did okay. The goalkeeper, we could maybe get on to, but you both watched the game, didn't you? Uh, what did you make of it, Dave? Uh, yeah, I mean, pre-season friendlies are what they are, but uh, contrast it to last year, I felt like we approached it positively. We um, put some pretty good play together. The, the biggest takeaway for me was the way we advance up the pitch, the passing and the build-up was uh, of a higher quality than we saw last year uh, at any point, in my opinion. Um, and granted, it was only a friendly, but they seem to be playing without any fear. You know, like, a lot of big players out there, David Luiz and um, various others, uh, Kepper in goal, uh, decent keeper, and didn't seem to to face them. Uh, Tom McIntyre like stepping in and taking the ball, and then not just hoofing it away. He's like pushing it forward and putting a good pass in. So yeah, I think there were signs there that uh, the players uh, in a good mindset, and and the fans seem to be enjoying it as well, and, and positive too. Yeah, it was kind of strange how our first team actually managed to lose the first half, but a second half team, which was by far a younger team actually managed to get a draw. I know it's a friendly, so it's all it's all relevant, isn't it? What did you make of the younger players, Alex? Uh, I was really impressed, to be honest, with the younger players. Um, I think Elise was probably the pick of the bunch uh, in terms of the younger players. He really stood out when he was, when he was on um, during the second half. The run he made into the area i can't remember how long into the game it was but i'm sure everybody knows which one i'm talking about if he'd scored that people would have been lording him as you know the next lionel messi um so yeah i was really impressed with elise um i thought uh loader played pretty well i was i was pretty impressed with him um his move in the counter attack for barrett's goal was was good um barrett had a pretty strong opening 20 minutes i was pretty impressed with all the academy kids to be honest um so, yeah, pretty pretty optimistic after that. Yeah, like those are the main positives. When I saw Elise, like you've gone through Teddy Howe, he played really well. Holsgrove, he was good. There's, I couldn't really find many negatives. I think one possible negative was the goalkeeping area. That is a bit of a worry, particularly uh, Walker in the second half has an absolute howler with his kicking out on the fourth goal. Um, I, yeah. Uh, you could see the frustration in Miazga when that happened. He's just thinking, no, 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 no. This, this is, we need to, I kind of like what was going through his mind at that moment. He was thinking Martinez wouldn't do that. He wouldn't yeah. have done that. <laughs> and I don't know about Virginia. What did you think about Virginia, Alex? 
Um, it's very difficult to judge much of an opinion of him, to be honest, given that he only played 45 minutes. The, I mean, the, the only real the only real talking point for for him was probably that the second goal, um, which, given it was a deflection, I'm not really sure he could do much more with. Um, Barclays' free kick was very good. It was always going to beat him, I think. Um, and then apart from that, I didn't didn't really notice him, to be honest, during the first half when he played. So I guess it's, it's easy to get concerned because he's been beaten by a shot which maybe you know people might not have expected him to be beaten by for um for Kennedy's goal but until I think until we've seen a bit more of him it's difficult to make much of a much of a judgment on him yet yeah I agree I mean I think there's been a lot of um kind of really quite harsh criticism if he comes into the first 10 games and he's not playing well okay we can reassess it then but in a friendly and like you say it was a deflection when you're at the game, you see it very differently, though, don't you? Once you want it back on video, you think, oh, maybe I was a bit. Comments after the match, <laughs> you know, it's extreme, isn't it? But we did see some of uh, the other new signings. Obviously, Matt Miazga was back in the second half. We all know what Matt Miazga can do. He was back to that. So, Morrison, what did you think of Morrison, Dave? Uh, so, instantly pops up and scores off of set piece, uh, a corner, no less. So, we I'm sure we'll get on to Adam, but, you know, somebody that can take a corner and someone that can get on the end of it. Brilliant. Um, he's clearly not like he didn't approach the game like he was here to extend a couple of years of his career. Like he he looked committed and um, solid in the tackle and, and everything you would kind of want from that position. Um, but, yeah, uh, I was expecting when they said that he scored a lot of goals that we were going to see a lot of charge into the box and like blast ahead of past the keeper it's quite a nice little volley actually so yeah. i'll take that uh all day long uh sneaking in at the back post is uh something i haven't seen from us for a while either so yeah back post we tried that kind of corner for about five years with alex pierce <laughs> <laughs> it worked about two times so yeah let's see if we could do that in the championship but the person who set it up was charlie adam who when he came on in the second half, I thought he looked. I thought he looked okay. He's still got a pass in him. Um, was there any pressure on him? Probably not. But that's all he could do in that match. What did you think of him, Alex? Yeah, I was quite impressed with, uh, with Charlie Adam. I know last week uh, was on was on here and said didn't really expect him to play all that much. Um, I still don't expect him to play all that much. But given that he will probably start on the bench behind Swift and Rinomota, if he's going to be able to come on and just kind of control the game with his passing, then I think it's a it looks like he's got a got potential to be quite a good option. Yeah, I think totally. I mean it's one game in a friendly, so I'm not gonna get too carried away. Not like the Massar situation when we first opened the stadium when he was gonna be <laughs> the greatest player we've ever seen. And uh sadly he did discover McDonald's on an hourly basis <laughs> and he was not the fittest of people. But, yeah, I think it was a positive thing. And another bit of my positive news was the fact that we are giving free tra- travel, coach travel, to 15 away games via the owners, uh, starting with Hull City away. I think that's really so such a positive uh, move. Alex, what do you think of that news? It's great news. Um, given that we had, what, I think it was our average away attendance last year was 700 or so. Um it's fantastic news for anybody who, at the minute, is 
on the fence about going to games because of cost getting to games. I mean, Leeds away, for example, last year is a great example. It was thirty seven or thirty eight pounds or something like that on a Tuesday night, and I think and it was on Sky, and we took two hundred fans up there or something like that. And uh, realistically, if it's free travel, we might not take we might not take a thousand fans up to somewhere like Leeds, but if we can take an extra two hundred or three hundred, then that's great. Um, and to these, you know, far, far places up north where we only take less than 500 or 600 fans, if now if we can take an extra two, three hundred and they make the difference to us getting an extra point or an extra three points at some point during the season, then it's, it's probably all worth it, isn't it? Yeah, I, definitely worth it. I mean, it's a commitment by the owners as well. And I don't think you see many clubs doing this. Stoke City have done it for quite a few years now. But you're not going to make any money out of this, obviously, because you're giving it away. And I think it's a real good gesture. You combine this with the new training ground we're seeing, a commitment to keep players when they've signed contracts when we want them. I mean, kind of whisper it, but have, have we actually got good owners, Dave? Yeah, I mean, the, the signs are there. Like, there's plenty that I'm sure that we don't know about. I've been positive before and been burned. But mm-hmm. something like this, like, it, I mean, it helps. It's going to make a huge difference to a lot of people. And uh, also, it's good to see them finding ways that they can inject the cash they've said over and over they've got the money but they're restricted by past actions that they can't invest in the team like they want to this is good they could just say well we can't spend money so what can we do they found ways that they can help the supporters and in turn the team uh, with the increased support so yeah good good gesture and beneficial it's all great it's all good it's so nice to be going into a season where an actual kind of relatively positive attitude in the last few seasons has just been really hard work going. And I'm not saying that we're going to finish Chocolate League. We'll come on to the predictions later because I can uh, say already, a spoiler alert, I don't think we're going to win the league. 100% not going to happen. Oh, sorry, Alex. <laughs> are you going in for that one? I <laughs> bit disappointing. It is, isn't it? So I'm going to look at the squad from last season and... When I say last season, we're going to do a squad review. So we're going to go through the goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders and attackers. And we're going to go through them part by part. I'm going to look at them as the squad as it was after the January window. Because I think we've both agreed, we're all agreed that actually, if you look at the squad now compared to the start of last season, I think it's slightly stronger. But the only point of last season when we actually got any wind was in the period really from January to May. That was the, the much more successful period. And we got Gomez, obviously. And he's the king of football, isn't he? So <laughs> if we look at the goalkeepers last season, we had Martinez, Jacola, and Walker. Obviously, we still have Walker. And we now have Virginia. And we also have Jocko Anson. Um, you've got to say, with the departure of Martinez, that we are slightly weaker in that position. I think, is that agreed with both of you? Yeah, I'd I'd actually go as far as to say we're like considerably weaker. Um, not only do we not have as proven and tested and and quality of first choice uh, as far as we know, Virginia could surprise us. Um, but then Yakula was not my favourite, but he was a better backup than Walker. And you know, Andreessen looks like he's going to come through and be good, but he's a way off. And where's Southwood gone? You know, so I think we've yeah, we're, we're down yeah. a step. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to Southwood at all. I've never seen him play, so I can't make a judgment on him. What would you say about the goalkeepers, Alex? I agree with Dave. It's a we're definitely a step down from where we were at the end of last season. Um 
I mean, we were, we were probably always going to be a step down, unfortunately, with the loss of Martinez. But I think it's probably a bigger step down than people were maybe hoping for um, going into the summer transfer window. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'd say we've gone... I'd say last season with Martinez on his own, it put us up to kind of a B in the championship because we also had Chicola, who wasn't amazing. But now I'd say we're down to almost a D. Yeah, we agreed on yep. that one. I think, it's, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, uh, so moving on to defenders, we have uh, Miazga, who was also here last season, more Morrison, McIntyre, Yadam, Howe, Blackett, Richards, Watson, and possibly Obita. So the only player that's actually come in is Morrison, but the, the difference is we've got a couple of players who've actually come on, I think McIntyre and Howe. I think, and we've also got back uh, Miazga, I would say this area has actually improved since last season. Agreed, Alex? Yeah, but definitely agreed. Um, it's probably, I think it's probably our strongest area of the, of the pitch, to be honest. Um, Moore and Miazga has got to be one of the strongest centre-back pairings in the division. Um, I, I can't think of any which are going to be as strong off the top of my head. We saw at the end of last season that they're a very good pair together, uh, and I'd fully expect them to be the first choice centre-backs um, going into the season. Uh, Morrison is a really good addition. Um, from what I can see, a guy who's played 500 championship games, captain at a club who was in the championship pushing for the playoffs last season, and we've signed him on a free to be our backup choice centre-back. That's a, I mean, that that's an upgrade on, on where we were last season with McShane. Um, and then you've got McIntyre, who's obviously come on since... Uh, I mean, since the start of last season, even since January, really. Um, I know he hasn't played much since since January because he had the injury. Um, but it does look like in pre-season that Gomez has kind of taken to him. And I think we'll see him in, in and around the squad most weeks now. Um, and then, I mean, Howe is going to be one of those players who is probably going to see some League Cup action, I think. And then will be maybe in and around the squad and might make the bench some weeks and other weeks might not. But I think he'll, you'd hope he'll come on this season and improve himself as a player. Yeah, if we look at Teddy Howe, I've kind of um, uh, removed uh, Chris Gunter from that list because he's not in the squad as we speak. I know he's got a squad number, but I don't think he's going to be in Gomez's plans at the moment. And when the transfer window shuts and he's still here, that could totally change. What grade would you give our defence, Dave? Uh, it's the only one I would consider giving an A to. Um, I think, as as mentioned, like Miazga and Moore are basically a top six partnership. Um, if either of those two, something happens to them, Morrison coming in, totally happy with that. You've also got the option of three at the back and then suddenly Omar Richards becomes a much better uh, option at left back because of his defensive Less strength, less, less strong as a defensive player, but great attacking. Um, and then yeah, Adam can do back four or back five, no, no problem. But um, yeah, definitely giving it an A from my point of view. Um, I think for the first time in a long time, I'm not worried about that that area of the pitch. We've got options. Yeah, I think I'd give it an A. I'm going to be generous because uh, if you like, you were saying, Alex, if you look at having Miazga more. 
Morrison and McIntyre as your four centre-backs, even if you play three, you've still got a cover there. I mean, I think of a decent quality. Tom McIntyre looked really good against Chelsea. I think he's he's coming on really quickly. Would you give it an A, Alex? Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it an A minus. I think the only position really which would maybe let it down is is left back. Black is clearly a good to good to average left back, let's say, um, for the championship. Uh, but he still gets caught out occasionally. Yeah, um, no, no, that's fair. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So with yeah, probably probably an A minus. I would go with. Yeah, cool. So midfielders, we have, and I know some of these players are interchangeable with attackers. It's a matter of debate. I've just put them in this block because it makes it a lot easier. Uh, we've got uh, Swift, Rinomoto, Elise, Adam, Holsgrove, East, Frost, and Barrett. Now, this is a really young area of the pitch. Um, I think if we were to make any signings, I know, obviously, we signed Charlie Adam, but I do think we need another signing in this area. This area is a bit of a worry for me. If we get an injury to Swift, Rinomoto, or Elise, or Adam, we're kind of struggling. What would you say, Dave? Uh, Yep, fully agree with what you say. I think it's an area where we have a lot of promise for sparking something and going forward if things click. Um, but we have not addressed the weakness in that position, uh, especially against the tougher teams. Uh, I think Rinomoto can hold his own and will break up play and has the athleticism to get there um, and, and will play an intelligent pass afterwards, so no issues with him, but uh, we haven't replaced Baker. Um, I would say it post-January, we're probably looking at somewhere like a, a low B, high C kind of a situation, and now definitely a C at, at best. Um, I, I definitely think the younger players have a lot to offer and are exciting, but that does not translate to no. the length of the season. Yeah, I do think that uh, missing out on Ijaria, which it looks like is going to be the case, I think that's a bit of a loss. And I know the other players have played well in friendlies, especially Barrett. He was really good against Chelsea as well, took his goal very nicely. You kind of, I want someone who's a little bit championship, kind of, can't say proven after only about less than 20 games, but I feel with Ajaria, he slotted into it with ease and just a couple of injuries and we're in trouble. Alex, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'd agree. Uh, if we have any more than one injury, it's, or injury and a suspension at the same time, it's, 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 it's going to be a problem um, because there just isn't enough cover there. Um you would hope that the club is still working on trying to sign a central midfielder. Um, from the rumours that are kind of coming out, it doesn't seem to be the key area that they're prioritising, which concerns me slightly because you would think that they would be looking for cover. But, I mean, if they're happy with Swift, Rinomota, and then Holsgrove and Adam as, as your backups um, in the centre, then... I think you've kind of almost got to just trust them and hope for the best. Um, but I would be under the assumption that they're still working on trying to get a central midfielder and whether it's Ajaria or somebody else who will slot in to be probably third choice central midfielder, I would imagine, behind um, Swift and Rinomota. Yeah, I have got to agree on that. It just worries me with Rinomota. We've got no defensive midfielder. 
no one in there is going to run around. And we, when we don't have that, we look so weak. He added so much. And when he was out last season, we really missed him. Um, and I don't see any of those young players like uh, Holsgrove East, Frost, quite being able to take that spot. I mean, one of them might step up, uh, but... Uh, Rinomoto kind of was in that situation last year where no, going into the season, I'm not really sure anybody was crying out for him to be in the centre of centre of our midfield. And one of them might step up during the season and, and surprise us and like break into the first team. But at the same time, you can't rely on it happening every year. Um, if, if they don't step up, then you're in the situation. If Rinomoto goes down or... He, suspended for a few games there is no there is no defensive midfield it, it's going to be swift and adam or swift and a youngster it's you're not going to have that like energy in the center of the park yeah, um, which is key. Which to break is key. up the play yeah, and we'll, no. we'll end up getting dominated by teams if if we have no kind of no energy there i guess the advantage we have now is that we could definitely play three at the back so, you know, kind of three central uh, defenders. So that is, you can change the formation and then you have the wing max. So you kind of take up the midfield area slightly. But yeah, uh, that would worry me majorly. So moving on to the attackers. No, sorry, for the midfielders, what score would we give that? I'm giving it a C. I would probably give it a D myself. Yeah. Uh, but that could change. If we manage to make a signing, it would definitely, as soon as we made a signing of a central midfielder, I'd probably push it up to a to a C. Dave, same mark? Yeah, I, I felt like a C. Um, it's a low C, but yes, a C. Yes, I think we've been <laughs> slightly generous, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the attackers, we've got Barrow, Bulldog, and I've put Loder in this. I know he's played midfield. Uh, Mate and Novavakovic. Um, we don't really know much about Novakovic at all. We obviously know that he scored goals last season in the Dutch league. Uh, Barrow, he's kind of championship proven-ish. He's erratic. I know that. Bulldog, he's come from who knows what he's going to do. Took his goal against Chelsea well. Um, Loder, maybe this will be the season when he comes through. Now he's had a fair few uh, championship games and maybe he's ready for it. Uh, may take well he can score goals in this league we know that so hopefully he can do that again Dave what kind of grade are we looking at for this bunch I hate to say it but I'm I'm trending towards a D here because there's mm. not there's no consistent goal scorer that we know of again Novakovic if he comes as a bolt out the blue and just starts scoring brilliant I will be so happy but we don't know so it's it's up in the air um may say has yeah he's got so many important goals and he's capable of it but he's not consistent enough like he'll he'll still have a one-on-one and miss it you know um loader he's toughened up he took his first senior goal very well but again unproven unknown i actually think bulldog may end up being more important than we think he's going to be this season i think he may start popping up um the fact that he was seemed to be on the outs, but then he went to Spain and then he's been in the friendlies. He scored against Chelsea. Like he's, he looked relatively fit against Chelsea, um, sharp to finish. That wasn't something that was a tap in. He had to do some work and against a good keeper as well. So I don't know. I think maybe Bulldog's going to come in a bit more <laughs> of importance than we realize, but 
uh, yeah, it's it's still a D for me. I I would like us to sign somebody, not for the sake of it, but that can score at this level. I don't know how we're going to do that. Concerns concerns are definitely there. Yeah, definitely. This is the real big area of concern for me, Alex. You're feeling the same? Um, yes, to an extent. Um, as Dave said, though, a lot of the talent we have up front is unproven, unknown, and. If it, if it comes good then great but if it doesn't then boy are we in a lot of trouble yeah major trouble so that's why between now and august the 8th is critical i think that we sign we sign at least one striker at least one player for that area i mean i think we need two um i can see why the club are prioritizing this area because if we don't get goals we're just going to go down we're going to have all the nice play and we're going to lose the enthusiasm so quickly because you have the rest of the team trying to create chances, but there's never anyone there. And if, if Mate was to get injured, I mean, you, you need someone up front with that physicality. Because if you look at Bulldog, I don't know about Novakovic, but Bulldog, he's not physical, is he? You need that kind of level. Bulldog. He's a runner, but he's not, he's not got the strength up front, no. necessarily. No. I do agree with Dave, though. Bulldog, I think, is going to play more of a part than people are expecting. Um, if he scores uh, goals, I, I think I think he's almost he's probably going to be the like lead striker. I think real in reality, if we don't sign anybody, I can see him being, you know, maybe not first choice, but I can see him ending up being top scorer potentially. Um, just purely on the basis that if any of those other strikers to stop scoring or go for a you know rough patch, Bulldog's probably going to be the one that Gomez turns to, I think. He's not going to turn from Loder to Namakovic, then Mate to Loder. I think he's just he's going to turn to someone who's actually scored some goals in the championship. Yeah, no, that would make total sense. You need some experience in the team because, because we are probably going to be playing two or three youngsters every single week. Oh, minimum, and, I think, yeah. yeah and you, I know Norwich did well last season playing some... Uh, youngsters but if you don't if you're not winning it's really tough on them and you can almost break a player before they've even started and we, and we don't want to see that with someone like elisa you don't want to see him playing in a struggling team every single week because he has got so much confidence he's quite scary when he gets on the ball he is it's scarily exciting yeah. so uh now we've gone through that and i feel slightly depressed about the team but i'm going to keep my <laughs> level of hype up <laughs> and, uh, I, I do I do want to say because it does sound like we've been very negative for the past 20 minutes there talking about the team I do think there is a lot of potential within the team though for yeah, I agree the grades that we've kind of like given out there are they, they sound low but I think there is a lot of potential in the basis that we're playing a lot of youngsters and a lot of unknown unproven talent that actually in six weeks time we could look back and say yeah these were not right at all and actually you know, Novakovic has scored three in his first seven and Loder's created four goals and it looks fine going forwards. Um, but at the same time, it also has the potential to blow up in everyone's face. So because it's so unknown, I think you you kind of have to err on the side of caution. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah, I think, yeah, go on, Dave. Things gonna, sorry, I think it's going to come down to like those first 10 games. Cliche again, but... With the makeup of the squad and the, the the reliance on youth and everything else, if we have 10 games where we're kind of just mid-table sort of thing, I think we may do fine. And it may lead to them growing into the season. If we have a rough first 10 games and we find ourselves in the drop zone again, 
that's where I'd start to worry about the current mix of youth and, and experience because you don't want people getting too down on themselves and then it just breeds what we had last year um so it won't be their fault either i just no really no, no we I, have the first I, 10, 10 games yeah the first you're right totally right the first 10 games are key if we even if we look at our just first two games sheffield wednesday at home and hull city you think there's a possibility of picking up points in both games they're not going to be simple but we're not playing uh, Leeds United away, say, you think that you wouldn't really want that fixture straight away. So now we've gone through our team. Uh, I'm going to ask for final predictions on the position, top goal scorer and player of the season. Uh, Alex, who have you gone for? Um, so top goal scorer, um, I am going to go for Sam Baldock, I think. Wow. Um, and I think he's going to get nine goals. You've gone big there. John Daddy Badvarsen size. <laughs> um, I, I do think that the goal spread might be a bit more even this year. Um, so I think maybe Bulldog getting nine doesn't mean that other players aren't. We aren't going to see like four or five players on seven, on, you know, seven, eight, six, seven, eight. Um, but I don't expect us to have a player who's going to get 16 or 17, really. So what's your final position then you're going to go for? I'm going to go... I'm going to go for 19th. Okay, and your player of the season? Player of the season, I'm going to go for Matt Miazga. Okay, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I think that might be my choice as well. Dave, what are you thinking on those three options then, those possibilities? So, top scorer, uh, this is going to be controversial, but Ready. <laughs> John Swift. And John he's going to get 11. John Swift. Whoa. John Swift. Whoa. And here's why. Here's why. <laughs> I reckon he's going to ping in five, six free kicks. Uh, and then he's going to get on the end of a couple uh, that kind of bubble out from an initial save. And I reckon he's going to get into double digits this season. Don't know why. Just got a feeling. Wow. So. Okay, no. Yeah. Can't wait to be mocked at the end of the season when that goes wrong, but never mind. Uh, player I of the season. I that long, Dave. I think it will yeah. very quickly. Like, like Christmas gift of just abuse. Uh, player of the season, I've gone for Liam Moore. Uh, it's an obvious choice. It didn't take a lot of thought and uh, kind of a cop-out to choose. But I really think with him coming in as the official captain, club captain, um, his interactions with the fans, uh, the way he's, you know, coming out, speaking to you, Paul, probably, and, and everything else. And hopefully if that continues and and just generally like the importance in the strongest position on the field that we have, I just think he's going to he's going to uh, get the votes. Uh, final position. Uh, I've gone a little positive for some reason. It's been about a week now. I've just been feeling like 14th ish seems very high from what I previously thought, but that's what I'm feeling. 14th sounds good to me, and I'll, I'll love it if it happens. That's, that's oh, all I could ask for. Right now. Yeah, if John <laughs> yeah. Swift is the top goal scorer, wow. That would be yep. amazing. I'd like to see that, but you never know, do you? He might have just have his golden season. Let's hope that is the case, because if John Swift plays well, the whole team plays well. Um, I agree. If, John, if John, Swift, John Swift gets more than seven or eight goals, I think we'll be well clear of relegation. 
Yeah, well clear. No, I, I agree on that because that means the rest of the team is actually working for him and making it happen. So that means we must be putting a lot of effort in games. Um, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to go for top goal scorer. I'm going to say is... I'm going to go completely on hope based above reality. And I'm going to go for um, uh, Novakovic. I'm going to go for him because I think he's going to play a lot this season. Because unless we sign another striker, and I think the fact that he scored those goals in the Dutch league last season, given confidence, he goes into the season believing he can do it. Uh, this could be shot down when he gets one goal this season. Also, I think, I want to say, player of the season, I think uh, the winner of that will be Matt Miazga. I agree with Alex on that one. I think he's a quality player. And final position, I'm going to go super optimistic. And I'm going to go for 13. That is super optimistic. That is my uh, level. I just got that feeling there's something building. And I don't think we should underestimate the ability of Gomez to get the best out of his players. We saw that last season when he was here. Players like Lewis Baker have had an absolute nightmare at Leeds United. He comes to us. He's easily one of the best players we've had in midfield for years. He completely outshone Liam Kelly and uh, Swift. It just is sheer class. And that was because the manager getting the best out of him and knowing how to work with him. So I think the young players are really developed under him. And I'm hoping that he can get them playing and we get a little bit more experience in the team, a striker and a midfielder. But 13th, I would take that right now. 14th, as long as we're safe, because I think once we get through this financial fair play kind of doom and uh, issue, I think we're going to be good. What do you think, Alice? Yeah, I agree. I think it, the, ma- I, the main goal, I feel like, is the, to stay up this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, we, if we stay up, then realistically, it, it might not be progress and it might not be, you know, we might not have finished 13th or 14th. But if we stay up, I feel like that's probably job done. Given the lack of experience within the squad, if this team can stay up this season, have a season of experience in the championship, and then you're able to give Gomez a second pre-season where we're actually able to go out and actually spend a little bit of money somewhere, then you're starting to build something and you've got potential for, for the uh, following season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's exactly. No, I and, and stay, staying up comfortably is the thing. Yeah. Like a, a season where we're not hanging on till the last three games yeah, would if, be nice. If, if, we're, if we're five points clear of the relegation zone the entire season then I think it's yep. fine. It, it, you don't want it to be going down to those last three games or four games no. again. If, if, if we're five, six points clear the entire season, then it never really looks like we're in it. Um, yep. Kind of similar kind of similar to the season before last when we got dragged into the relegation battle at the end, but we were never really in the relegation battle, as it were. Um, if we have a season like that, then I think that's a, per, that's a you know very successful season. Yep. Yeah, I think we'd all just take safety right now and start the season after with a better ability to spend money because it seems pretty clear. We don't know because we're just kind of working on what we see is that the owners do have the ability to spend money. They just can't spend any money at the moment. And there's, so. a, there's I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of contracts up as well next summer. Again, um, I think there's been what two. Um, like we've, we've wanted a you know a big turnover now for two summers in a row, and neither summer's really given it particularly. This summer a bit more than last, so I guess. But 
even still, there's a lot of uh, there's still a lot of players there who Gomez doesn't really want, and there's a lot of players still at the club who are overpaid really for what they're contributing. Um, and there's yeah, there's a lot of contracts up next summer, which should enable the wage bill to come down a fair chunk. Um, presuming that obviously these players don't leave in the next eight days or so. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, but who knows? We could be talking about the squad that we've uh, talked about and giving it the grades. If you disagree with our grades, just do get in contact. Um, none of us are saying that we're right. It's just our opinions. And I'm sure there'll be people who disagree with it completely. So we've got Sheffield Wednesday coming up on Saturday in our first match of the season. It's kind of nice to have a home match for the first game, I think. Um it's so hard to tell what his. There's no real form going into it at all, is it? Friendlies really mean very little. They've got a kind of caretaker manager and Lee Burnham because Steve Bruce has obviously been attracted by the free spending uh, owner of Newcastle United, <laughs> Mike Ashley, as you would be. I mean, the Premier League job over Sheffield Wednesday, and no disrespect to Sheffield Wednesday, but it is. I am disrespecting them. But the Premier League is such a massive pull, isn't it? Um, I'm going to say we're going to win. I want to go for. I'm going to go for 3-1. We look like we're starting to score a few goals. Uh, Alex, what are you saying? What's your prediction? I'm really glad we're playing Sheffield Wednesday, to be honest, on on Saturday. Um, Because of all the teams in the Championship, they're probably the only other team who've looked in like worse transfer shape than us, I think, this summer. Um, I will go with a 2-1 Reading win, I think. What are you thinking, Dave? Uh, it's not been a happy fixture for us lately. I, I've no, generally seen it as frustrating. Um, we seem to draw 0-0 but... against Sheffield Wednesday every season at home. I think it's. Two, I think it might be both of the last two seasons we've drawn 0-0 against the match at home. No, he at home last season. Liam Moore scored his only goal of the season after signing his new contract. Yeah. Two runs left loads of space for both goals. Uh, Reach scored and Jow scored. That's yeah, right. I remember, That's yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. the season before, season before we drew 0-0. Yeah. yeah. So I think like that uh, that coupled, like they do have the manager thing, which I think helps us. Their soft embargo that's even worse than our one um, and everything else, lack of new signing stability. But I don't want to underestimate them because it's yeah. one of those clubs. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's going to be tough. Uh, I think it's probably going to be a draw, but I do think we could just eke out a win and I'm going to end on a vibe of positivity. I'm going to say 1-0 win. Okay, I think we're all uh, feeling optimistic, which is really nice, I've got to say. I'm feeling really hyped about the season, actually, and I'm trying to keep it on a low-key level. Um, <laughs> it's nicely to feel like it's good. I've said this before, but it's so better going along there. And you can also get good food. I had good food last week with the new blue-collar food thing, and uh, i got to say, my uh, food was excellent, and uh, I never normally eat there. So that is a free advert for blue collar food. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so I've, I've never for... eaten at the uh, at the stadium. Never. I don't think. No, no, like, honestly, not, now. Not recent. It's, yeah, it's, it looks really good on the pictures. Yeah. yeah, when you get there, you'll think this is a different world. <laughs> Reach the next level. <laughs> okay, then I will. Um, uh, we'll be back next Sunday after the game, and I will be joined by Jacob. He will be with us and Matt Lansley. So uh, thanks for being with us, uh, lads. And uh, let's hope we start the season with a win and everything is going well. No injuries, please. No injuries. And a couple of transfers. We'll take that. Cheers. Thanks a lot.